Hi everyone, I'm Darren Nair, the creator and host of Pod Hostage Diplomacy. We're currently taking an extended break right now because I'm dealing with health issues. We will be back once I have fully recovered. Thank you so much for listening to Pod Hostage Diplomacy and take care. Welcome to Pod Hostage Diplomacy. We work to free hostages and the unjustly detained around the world. Together with their families, we share their stories and let you know how you can help bring them home. Now, when it comes to using the family to get for Russia to get what they want, if that's the case, they've picked the wrong family because I'm not going to carry water for the Russian authorities. These are some of the most courageous and resilient people among us. I never thought that my mother, Nahi Tagavi, will ever have a link to negotiations in Vienna about the JCPOA. That's so crazy. People who have never given up hope. Trevor told his girlfriend to tell me to, to be strong. So I'm trying to be strong for Trevor. You know, if, if Trevor can cope with what he's dealing with, exactly. we, we can sure cope with the stress. People who will never stop working to reunite their families. We'd like to meet with the president. Uh, we believe that, you know, he has, uh, he's surrounded by lots of uh, experienced and educated advisors, but I don't believe that any of them have ever had a, a child taken hostage by a foreign country, especially not a superpower like Russia. And we'll be right there by their side until their loved one comes back home. Because um, if enough people care, then the right people will care enough. I'm Darren Nair, and I've been campaigning with many of these families for years. When I first started campaigning with these families, I noticed they struggled to get the media attention they needed. So I decided to create this podcast, which is a safe space for the families to speak as long as they need to about their loved ones and what needs to be done to bring them home. Nobody can prepare you for what our family is going through. Even if someone had told me one year before, in one year, this is going to happen, prepare yourself. It's impossible. Thank you for listening and welcome to Port Hostage Diplomacy. Welcome to Port Hostage Diplomacy. French citizen and tourist Benjamin Breer has been wrongfully imprisoned in Iran since May 2020. On 25th January this year, Benjamin was sentenced to eight years in prison for a crime he did not commit. On the day of his sentencing, the French Foreign Ministry released a statement stating the following. We were extremely concerned to learn that Benjamin Breer was sentenced today to eight years in prison for spying, in quotes, and eight months for, quote-unquote, propaganda against the regime. This completely groundless sentence is unacceptable. That was an excerpt from a statement released by the French Foreign Ministry. Iran has a long history of taking foreign nationals hostage to extract concessions from their home country, this is state-sponsored hostage-taking, also known as hostage diplomacy. Today, we have the honor of speaking to Benjamin's sister, Blandine Breer. Blandine, we're so sorry for what you, Benjamin, and your family are going through. We'll do everything we can to help. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Can you please walk us through what happened to your brother? So in May, in May 2020, we uh, actually, during his trip, we uh, used to call each other every, every day or every two days. And at the end of May 2020, I didn't have any news from him since only three days. But I I knew that he he would he would he would have told me that he he has an a network where he where he were, and he didn't tell me anything. So 
yeah, I was wondering what what was happening, and and after I I asked to his community actually to the people, uh, I, I told obviously the the embassy that we we are missing Ben, we don't know where he is, and we don't have any news from him. So they they called the 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 yeah they they called the the, the security uh, in Iran to 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 go on uh, to go to, to find him, uh, but on the same time I I asked to the people that. Benjamin's friend that were in Iran that he used to be with them to 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 trying to find out to find out what was uh, what happened and um, actually they they tried to find to find him with their with their own car with their by renting car by by asking people around by knowing his last position we we knew his last position so they they just went over there and tried to find him and and his Actually, thanks to to these people, they found out where he were, and someone told me where he were, and that that he was arrested by the police. And then I I informed the the embassy that where he were. Uh, we're so sorry to hear that. So I understand that your brother is being held in a prison in Mashhad. Um, what are the conditions of his detention? Is he being held in solitary confinement, or is he being held in a cell with other people? He yeah, he is in Mashhad since two years, but. We didn't heard about we didn't hear about him for a month. He was in solitary confinement for a month, um, being interrogated and being a bit psychological torture and and stuff like that. So we I heard him. He called me one month after, just telling me that everything was okay. And the phone call just last one minute, just to tell him that he was alive and everything was okay. And then after that, he he was. Uh, again, one month in solitary confinement for again one month. So, so he spent two months in solitary confinement and then being incarcerated by in the Mashhad prison. Then he could have a, 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 a consular visit. He, he did he did have a consular visit after I think four months of imprisonment. So now his conditions are just so hard that nobody speaks uh, his language and. He's just in unsanitary conditions. That's what he said. We, he's with many people. Sometimes he's changing the, the from he's he's going from one dormitory to another. With sometimes thirteen people, sometimes thirty people, sometimes four people, sometimes weird people, sometimes dangerous people. So he he's changing always, and that's quite hard because of this unsanitary condition and the fact that nobody speaks. French or even English, so he has to learn Farsi to 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 yeah to to talk with people and try to have uh, something to focus on. Does your brother Benjamin have any medical conditions, and if so, has he been given the medical care he needs? He he don't really need special specific medical care, but we know that his his condition is just deteriorating, sorry, uh, day by day. So. He, he 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 went in a hunger strike in January for more than than a month. So um, we know that he's not in good health for sure, um, and it's you don't see any doctors or, or stuff that could help to for his mental or physical health. So yeah, we we are really scared about this as well. Now your brother went on hunger strike in December last year, right? Can you tell us more about this? Yeah, we he started his hunger strike on on the twenty on the twenty fifth of December, 
and he, he made it for more than a year, sorry, for more than a month. And because he was supposed to call us for, for Christmas and the guard on, on site just said, no, you can't, you can't call today. And he was just tired of this psychological torture. And he said, okay, stop. I need to do something. I need to do something from where I am, from what I can do from where I am is just stop eating. So he, he tried and he, he just wanted to show that he could fight on at the place he is. So, yeah, he, that's the only thing he can do to, to fight over there. And it means a lot for, for him and for us. And it's really stressful for everybody. So, but he has to do this. Has your brother been given access to a lawyer? Yes, of course. Yeah, he has an access for, to a lawyer, but a lawyer where he is, is, is trying to do, she's trying to do his best, but still it's uh, Iranian trial that we know that it's, everything is unfair, that his right to defend is not really appropriate or really considerate. So yeah, he has a, he has a lawyer, but we don't even know if, if it does help for that kind of situation that we know that he is just a pawn. So justice won't have any place in that, in that situation. No, I absolutely agree. Iran is notorious for its unfair judicial system. Um, so can you please let us know what Benjamin's trial itself was like? Benjamin's trial is just, uh, yeah, uh, come on, a comic soap opera is just, is just, Funny how it happened because he didn't know he has a, a trial on the day he was, and so he went there, okay, and nobody was there. It, there were only one cam, yeah, there were one camera that was filming the trial. We suppose it is for the for the local TV propaganda, maybe. Uh, we don't know this, but um, he didn't really has the right to 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 defend, of course, and and. Um, the the sorry the the name of the of the charges changed after the trial that he was to to he he went from um, from espionage and propaganda to one another another name that that the maximum charge is ten years so he could uh, he he took eight years I don't know if I'm if I'm clear but it's just um, it's it's a parodic trial. It's just this. He didn't have really. He ha, he didn't has. He didn't need to defend because it doesn't do anything in this case. Yeah, that's a common experience for many foreign nationals currently held hostage in Iran or have been held hostage in Iran previously. Um, it, it's just a notoriously unfair trial. The charges are ridiculous. Unlike other countries that practice hostage diplomacy, like Russia, for instance. At least the charge, even though it's false, it seems it comes across as possible. Whereas in Iran, it's just ridiculous. They don't even try to come up with a realistic charge. Um, so when was the last Actually, time? A realistic charge won't won't work in his case because we don't have any we don't have any proof. We don't have any file on this trial. We don't have anything to defend them. So that's. This is how it's parodic. We don't have any file and 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 real charges that it, that's been that are explained by by files and by proof. Yeah. So he wasn't uh, your lawyer wasn't given access to Benjamin's case file. No, for sure. We did, we didn't have. We'd never had 
uh, any file, any proof, any any formula that say the charges are that like even now we don't have any the results of the trial we don't have any paper or anything that prove that the what happened is this trial and we yeah it's it's we don't have any any files at all. Yeah, so that's because uh, I mean that's common with Iran when the charge is quote unquote security charges. So basically, they said we can't share the evidence; it will compromise our security apparatus and intelligence gathering. Uh, that's that's how they find a way not to share any information with you, um, and that's that's usually what happens to most of the foreign nationals they take hostage. Um, when was the last time you spoke to your brother, and how is he coping? I spoke to him a week ago because we used to have him on the phone every two or three weeks. Once again, it's when the guards on site are okay to, for him to call and he's fighting every day for his right to call. So no, now he's just, he, he can't bear the situation anymore. It's just really hard for him and he, he, don't, he doesn't have any hope, he, don't, he doesn't have any clue, he doesn't have any... Yeah, he's just so tired of this situation and he doesn't have anything to hold on to. We don't have any clue, any any deadlines, any dates that will help us to keep hoping. So, so yeah, it's really hard for him and he's trying to focus on his everyday life, on his books and stuff, to not thinking about the time that is just flying and since more than two years now. So, no, it's, it's really, really hard for him. Again, I'm sorry to hear that. Now, I know this has been a very traumatic experience for you and your family as well. Most likely one of the worst periods of your life. How have you and your family been coping with this trauma? It's just, yeah, I don't have any vocabulary to say more than it's just really hard for us to handle this situation since more than two years that our lives depend on it, that our work depends on it because I'm every day on this case to trying to do something, but it seems to be useless uh, because we see that nothing happened and that Europe doesn't answer us and France doesn't uh, doesn't do anything uh, concrete that we can, that we could see that we could hold on to and so we are, our love depends on this case and we know that it could be resolved in one day like that and we don't know uh, we, we we won't know how but we just hope that they will come as soon as possible and but yeah our lives depend on it and um it's in every it's it's an everyday work for me to 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 try to make things move and try to 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 keep benjamin on the surface and telling people that he's still over there and it's still under he's still unjustly detained and, and still nothing has been done and so it's an everyday work for us what should the iranian authorities do just stop that that policy, the, this hostage policy, and this mechanics that make people broke, and find another way to 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 make your point, basically. And they they just ruin lives and and innocent lives, and and regular people, random people, don't have anything to do with this. It's just problem that. Are bigger than us and that we don't understand and just leave regular people out of this diplomatic stuff and yeah just they, they need justice to to yeah just be fair <laughs> i don't know it's just it's not really impacting towards 
um, yeah, uh, they are just random and tourists and fathers and sons and mothers that are unjustly imprisoned. So it doesn't. It it seems. I'm not sure. It's it's resolving any diplomatic issues and it's it's just ruined lives. Absolutely. Um, what should the French government do? Move because today we are. They have there are four hostages. French there are four French of the hostages in in Iran right now, and more than ten European hostages. So of course they need to do something. Of course they need to to let us know something. To let us know that something might happen. Or I don't know, but there are still nothing has been done. Nothing concrete and nothing public has been done. Even if it's not public, actually, I don't need it. I don't need the earth know that what will what will they do? But we need to to hold on to all to something that they need to do. But yeah, they need to actually to just to move more than ten European citizens are over there, and and for French people is just crazy and unsupportable to to hear. We are we are friends, so I think we are. Occidental developed country that needs to take care of its citizens. So it's obvious, like, how come nothing happened? If you could speak directly to French President Emmanuel Macron, what would you say to him? I'm not, I won't have any. I'm not in. I don't have any diplomatic dis, discourse uh, speech. I don't have any diplomatic speech to to tell him. I won't know how to talk to him because I'm. Once again, as Benjamin, a random people, a regular people that don't know anything about diplomatic stuff. I just want him to know that he's just ruining lives, and and all families are just waiting for their loved ones. So I have just an innocent speech, just let him free and just be that justice needs to be done, and and yeah, that's it. Even we know it could take times, but now it's just. It is more than two years for Benjamin and and much more for the others. So of course something has to be done, and and time is just running. And as we as we saw on the press, even if it's not concrete yet, and and any U.S. hostages are are free now, but we we know that U.S. Um, made the freedom of their hostage a priority, a priority in any any deal signatures. It's just they show us that it's a priority for them, and we didn't hear anything about Europe or, or France about it. We don't even know if it's a priority. Um, we need them to act like, or oh, I don't know. I'm not supporting any prisoner transfer, or, or I don't know. I'm not in that deals, but we need them to show us that it is a priority for France and Europe because of this. More than 10 hostages, it's just crazy to hear. The US government has a special team within the State Department to deal with Americans held hostage or wrongfully detained abroad. This team is called the Office of the US Special Presidential Envoy for Hostage Affairs, led by Ambassador Roger Carstens. Now, I know France has freed hostages in Iran. Uh, one of them was uh, academic Roland Marshall, who I interviewed on episode 5 of this podcast. Does France have something similar? And if not, should they? I'm not sure I'm uh, on the good place to judge if they need specific services uh, to 
for staging in Iran or, or abroad. Um, but for sure, they they need to to hurry, and yeah, they take care about about they take care about Benjamin. He's he has consular visit that helps to know his condition, his physical and mental condition. Okay, anyway, but after more than two years, we need, two years we need much more. And no, I'm not sure it's enough for us today. And I'm not sure they're doing everything they could because it's just more than two years. We we let we let the time goes just to to just to be patient and to wait that they do their job. But after more than two years, we need much more and we need something concrete. So yeah, ask them much more. Much more than let me know that Benjamin has seen the consul, and I know he's lucky to see a consul every two or three months. Uh, that everybody's not as lucky as he is, as lucky uh, for sure. It's not the good word, but um, I need more. I don't really care now about this consular visit. I don't. I need much more, and I know he's in kind of good. Else, is he will keep on trying to live in and keep his mind um, aware. But after more than two years, yeah, we, we, we need maybe specific teams, as you said. Um, we need uh, concrete actions. What should the European Union do? Um, I know you and a few other European families with loved ones held hostage in Iran recently published an open letter to the High Representative of the European Union for Foreign Affairs and Security Policy, Joseph Borrell Fontelis. Um, can you please tell us more about this letter and w- what the European Union should do? We, we, we wrote this open letter because we learned about the US hostages, the, the US that are um, asking for the freedom of his hostages. So we, we asked the Europe to do the same, to, to make their hostage, our our loved one, a priority to any signature or any any diplomatic deal, um, and I think yeah, Europe of course need to do something for more than ten families, ten people that are uh, hold in Iran. Have you received a response to this letter? We didn't receive any response yet. Of course, we still hope that we could have we could have one because I'm, I'm I think we need enough uh, noise with that letter that many medias uh, covered it um, so they know about what we did uh, so of course we, we, we need an answer we need um, a consideration of our loved one and our families and just our letter and the thing that we, we gathered we all gathered together to work together to show the European problem, the, the, the big problem that Europe faced right now and that we face since many years. Um, of course, we, we, we hope for an answer, a concrete one, obviously. What should the international community do to bring your brother and the other hostages back home? I don't know anything about this. I don't have any any feedbacks of what we do. I, I don't have anything about this. I'm sometimes learning things on the press and not on the on the side where I'm supposed to be, that uh, I'm supposed to have infos from first, maybe, for, as, as I'm in families. Um, 
I don't have any clue of what's happening. That's crazy. What can journalists and news editors do to help? I know you mentioned that they did cover your letter uh, to Joseph Braille Fontelis. What else can uh, journalists do? Because I know keeping your brother's name uh, in the media, uh, re- continuing to raise awareness makes makes him a pri- uh, keeps him a priority for the French government. What else can journalists do to help? First of all, journalists are just um, a really, really important and really good assets for us because uh, obviously it helps Benjamins to stay on the surface to to just that many people will learn about his, his history thanks to the medias. So we, yeah, we just we just need them to keep on writing, keep on talking, keep on diffusing Benjamins and Europeans' hostages history um but yeah journalists i didn't realize it before this this situation but for sure we are in a strong country with a strong liberties um of the press and they are such a good assets for us and we need to work together and um and we already do um but i'm really sad to say this because um, my asset is supposed to be the Europe and the and our embassy and our MFA to to fight with it, but yeah, as regular people, we we do what we can from our level, and and yeah, medias uh, are a good assets to help us to to speak louder and to make the situation public every day, every time we can to to keep our families and hostages um, in the public mind in everybody's mind to keep on fighting for the situation. Now, what can the public do to help? Because um, I know in, in many hostage cases or wrongful detainee cases, members of the, we tend to ask members of the public to write to their politicians and ask them, what are you doing to bring Benjamin Brio home? And what are you doing to make sure that this doesn't happen to any other French citizen traveling abroad? Um, So in your case, uh, or at least in your opinion, what can the public do to help bring your brother home? Just to notice that I know that the MFA did effort and obviously it's, it's, it's completely normal to, to, done, to, did this, to, to do this because they, want, they are now warning people about going in Iran, about the, on, on their website to just saying that it's uh, a red a red zone that uh, no tourists should go. Yes, of course, we can imagine many actions that people could do to help uh, to help us. But uh, yeah, as many now as many noise as possible, as many to 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 make everybody knows about the hostage in Iran in general. And yeah, we could imagine many actions. So everybody needs to do noise about our situation and to keep pressuring our government. Blandine, we're almost at the end of our interview. Is there anything else you'd like to mention? Yeah, the, the more people will know about Benjamin's and Europeans hostages situation, the more we will be pressuring our government and the more they will have to do something and they, they won't have any other choice just do something as quick as possible, as quickly as possible. And yeah, 
we just need to keep the pressure on and keep talking about this situation. Blendin, we'll be right here by your side until your brother comes back home. Thank you for taking the time to speak to us today. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Pod Hostage Diplomacy. Thank you for giving your time and for showing these families that they're not alone, that there are good caring people out there willing to stand by their side and help in any way possible. Because um, if enough people care, then the right people will care enough. Um, this is sort of a basic um, rule of thumb that is true for all campaigning. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our fortnightly newsletter called The Hostage Briefing. It's the best way to keep up to date with the cases we're working on, as well as new episodes. You can subscribe to this newsletter using the link in the description of this podcast episode that you're currently listening to. Thanks again, and take care.